Today is Wednesday, November 9th, 2022, and Florida goes deep red in the midterms. GOP scores major wins across the nation, and Arizona and Nevada are in the balance. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. We are here in Arizona, or as we like to call it, Carizona. We have 800,000 votes that are currently out right now in Arizona. And again, we are broadcasting from ground zero here inside of the must-win state, Red Arizona. I was here yesterday. We've been doing live streams with Charlie Kirk, and we have been live, I don't know what, like the last 24 of the last... 20 hours. We have been going strong and we will fight and we will win here in this state, ladies and gentlemen. Trust me when I say that this state is going to go for Carrie Lake. This state will go for Abe Hamada. This state will go for Blake Masters, although it'll be a squeaker. There are 800,000 votes out right now in this state. And those votes are breaking massively for Carrie Lake. Carrie Lake only needs to win a plurality of those votes, and we will get into the election day details now. The way Arizona does it is insane. They do ballot drop-offs. And so those drop-offs have to be counted later. And so stop it with all the dooming. I'm sick. I'm sick of all the dooming on this show and on social media. Yes, there was not a red tsunami. Yes, that is upsetting, and there are some there's some finger pointing that we must do in the coming days. However, right now, Republicans are set to take back the House and to have a clear majority in the House. There were some very disappointing races last night, and we can get into the details of why they were disappointing and talk about what the future looks like. But we on this show are going to stay optimistic. The Republicans could still win the Senate. There is certainly that. And you could definitely have a situation where Republicans march on and say with this with a slim majority, with a slim majority that they march forward into a much stronger position legislatively because you will have the ability to really vote as blocks. That is what must happen for Republicans. You have to balkanize. And that is why we are starting this program and this show right now with the best news of the night, which is Red Kingdom for Florida. Red Kingdom for Florida. Again, ladies and gentlemen, I am in Arizona right now. I am in Phoenix right now. We will be doing more live streams with Charlie Kirk. Last night I was on the Charlie Kirk, Jack Potomac, Savannah Hernandez live stream, and it was great. We had hundreds of thousands of people watching literally concurrently and millions and millions of views bringing you the best information from here in Arizona. And also we were emceeing Carrie Lake's victory party last night. I wanted so badly to announce an outright victory for Carrie Lake, but again, because of the insanity of the way things are happening in Arizona and the way that Arizona counts their damn votes, we can't announce that just as of yet. However, in the coming days and perhaps maybe even by today, we will have Governor Carrie Lake. It will be out of reach for Democrats. Take it to the bank. So let not your hearts be troubled. There certainly have been some setbacks. People didn't get exactly what they wanted uh, ye uh, yesterday in a couple of states that really were surprising for me with some numbers that are a little insane. Some numbers that make absolutely no sense out of states like Pennsylvania. But this is what happens when you free for all your votes. This is what happened. COVID changed everything. And COVID changed everything for the better for some places and for the worst in others. And we're going to cover it now. So here's your update from the best. We are going to be optimists on the show. Republicans winning back the House. Republicans within a hair's breadth of winning back the Senate, although by slimmer majorities than we thought. And you have a redefined path to success in the Republican Party, and it goes through the state of Florida. Ladies and gentlemen, Florida was a absolutely and unequivocal dominant destruction of the left. This is the path. Now, everyone will say, DeSantis Trump, DeSantis Trump. We're not going to talk about that on the show. We're going to talk about real world results, okay? I did also go to Ohio and spend some time with Donald Trump in his plane, and I have uh, some interesting takeaways from that trip. 
Ladies and gentlemen, let's talk about the results last night. And the best result, without question, is the result in Florida. One of our best friends, a dear friend of us, this show, someone I've worked with for a very long time, is now Congresswoman-elect Anna Paulina Luna. Anna Paulina Luna, a crushing victory in Florida last night, 53-45, and she destroyed some weepy lib, the salt flowed for Corey Mills defeating Karen Green. This is a flip for the GOP in Florida 7. Corey Mills crushed, ladies and gentlemen. And, of course, Ron DeSavage. Ron DeSavage destroyed Charlie Crist. Destroyed Charlie Crist. You're talking like you're talking like Hulk Hogan in the ring fighting uh, 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 Dr. Fauci. I don't know who 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 would put up the most pathetic who would put up the most pathetic fight against the Hulkster. Ron DeSantis, also of Florida, Hulk Hogan, also of Florida. Ron DeSantis winning by millions of votes, two million plus votes. Ron DeSantis, twenty point victory in the state of Florida. He walked out on stage yesterday and he declared, "This is the Red Kingdom." Go. We have embraced freedom. We have maintained law and order. We have protected the rights of parents. We have respected our taxpayers, and we reject woke ideology. We fight the woke in the legislature. We fight the woke in the schools. We fight the woke in the corporations. We will never, ever surrender to the woke mob. Florida is where woke goes to die. Florida is where woke goes to die. Ron DeSantis saying that in Tampa, Florida. Now, this is an alpha move in Tampa, Florida. Let me talk to you through a little bit of Florida politics, and we'll tell you why this is the winning message for the rest of the country. First and foremost, this proves that what Republicans want are chief executives with iron in their spine, with balls in their shorts, and with a grit in their bellies saying unequivocally that we will use our power to advance our values. That is what Republicans want. That is what won last night. What won last night are strong chief executives who declare that they will be utilizing their power to protect our values. That is what Ron DeSantis has done in Florida. Ron DeSantis has passed so many laws in Florida, but let's begin. The Stop Woke Act is a law that gives parents rights over their children's education. It stops the uh, uh, perversion and the attack on, obviously, our children, and it allows parents to state that they can take their kids to the school districts and the learning of their choosing. It puts the power in the hands of the parents. It stops woke gender ideology. It stops critical race theory. And it is highly popular in the state of Florida, along with Ron DeSantis' election reforms. And of course, we saw last night Ron DeSantis literally winning in such a absolutely dominant manner the breakdown for Ron DeSantis in exit polling was insane. Ron DeSantis officially put together a coalition of independent voters and Hispanics and Latinos and Puerto Ricans and everyone who was out of the Republican Party, now into the Republican Party, because Ron DeSantis stands up for people's right to vote. For instance, Ron DeSantis created a election crimes unit that prosecutes specifically election crimes. Ladies and gentlemen, you cannot solve a murder without a homicide team. You cannot solve a break-in without a breaking and entering squad in your police force. Here we go. DeSantis won Hispanic voters by 57%, women by 52%, suburban voters by 58%, independent voters by 52%. According to Edison Research Election Polling, DeSantis' share of the Puerto Rican vote jumped from 34% in 2018 when he won by just a smidgen to 55% in 2022, winning outright suburban moms, women, and minorities. Most telling of all, DeSantis' victory was fueled by the strongest GOP showing in Miami-Dade County in two decades, cementing his position in 2024 presidential contender. That is what Axios writes now. DeSantis won five of six school board races where he endorsed candidates. 
A big, broad, massive win is a show of force for Ron DeSavage. Welcome to the all-important election month of November, ladies and gentlemen. What do people care about? In this month, well, polling shows that seven out of 10 Americans think that inflation is the number one issue in America right now, and they are correct. Politicians are always talking about kitchen table issues. Well, what's on your kitchen table? Groceries. How's your grocery bill doing? How about the gas to get those groceries? How's your gas prices where you live? Inflation is rampant and it's insane. It's only caused by one thing the communists in Washington, D.C. spending too much money. That is why my family hedges against the withering effects of inflation on our savings by investing in gold. We invest in gold with our dear friends at Birch Gold. They have helped us protect our savings from 40-year high inflation. Text Benny to 989898 for your free info kit on diversifying into gold. Plus, when you do this by the end of the month, by Black Friday, you'll get a free gold bar with each purchase. Man, it's nice to open up my security deposit box and see those gold bars glistening. See something that Joe Biden cannot destroy. Ladies and gentlemen, I went gold and I'll never go back. Go gold today. Invest in something of real value with my friends at Birch Gold. Text Benny to 989898. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the first GOP governor to win the Miami-Dade stronghold since Jeb Bush. In 2002, you have to go back 20 years, 20 years into like a different time warp in order to find a Republican who could win here. So what did you have and how is this a parody for today and how did DeSantis do this? DeSantis did this by declaring that he's going to use his power to help his people. That's what Republicans want. They do not want Republicans who stand on the side, limp-wristed, sitting there, giving the communists everything and saying, we are do- going to do a strategic retreat. No more strategic retreats for Republicans. It is advancement. It is going on offense and it is building coalitions by being strong. Ron DeSantis has proven this. Ron DeSantis did his victory party in Tampa, Florida last night. That's where the clip was played from. Tampa, Florida is, of course, a blue uh, city or at least it used to be, Tampa, Florida now flipped red, voted for DeSantis. DeSantis lost a grand total of four counties in Florida. Four! And so we have a situation here where you have the winning playbook, okay? You have the winning playbook to go out and to dominate. And Ron DeSantis, of course, an alpha move, hosting his victory party inside of a blue city in Florida. Ron DeSavage absolutely destroying. And uh, CBS News going out and trying to find a Charlie Crist voter. Of course, Ron DeSantis won by 20 points. Ron DeSantis won by over 2 million votes. And CBS News going out, attempting to find Charlie Crist is the guy who ran against Ron DeSantis. Okay. He switched parties, uh, uh, switch, switch, uh, switch parties uh, 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 so many times, nobody really even knows you know, who he is, what he is. Charlie Crist, human Q tip hybrid, sunburned Q- human Q tip hybrid. He wears a mask when he works out in the gym alone on a Peloton. Uh, CBS couldn't find a single supporter of his. Watch. Pretty big storyline developing there. Uh, by the way, I got to point out that once we started digesting our food and digesting the day, we realized that on that day-long trip, we spoke to dozens of people up and down the coast of Florida, all in precincts, by the way, that voted for President Biden in 2020. But to our surprise, we did not run into a supporter of Ron DeSantis's Democratic opponent. That would be Charlie Crist. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, here we go. So we have Charlie Crist unable, unable to bring a single supporter, obviously, to the polls. And who the hell would ever vote for Charlie Crist? Why would you ever vote against someone who is doing uh, everything that you could possibly want to be done in the state? And that is what Ron DeSantis is doing. He's showing us the way. Uh, The only statewide elected office that was held by a Democrat is now no longer held by a Democrat. Nikki Freed Fried vacated her seat and Republican Wilton Simpson has now won that seat. That is the Department of Agriculture seat. Republicans now have super majorities inside of the state Senate and the state House. So here we go, ladies and gentlemen, all nine candidates running in the Miami area state legislative uh uh, districts won. These are all nine Republican candidates winning in Miami. 
Ron DeSantis just walking away with it. Florida being the red kingdom. We have rewritten the political map, Ron DeSantis said, in front of a very small crowd at Chris St. St. Petersburg election night party, which is just across the bay, in front of a very, very small crowd, the former governor and congressman congratulated DeSantis. I'm at peace, he told the crowd. (laughs) Okay, got it. Uh, So uh, according to political Florida insiders, he has everything to push ahead with. Uh, He has everything to push ahead with in Florida. A lot of people are saying that Ron DeSantis is absolutely uh, has a very, very bright future ahead of him. We're not going to get into that on this show, ladies and gentlemen, but I can tell you this, man, I can tell you this, this is the way. And when you see the nation fractured as it is, uh, this is the way Ron DeSantis is the way. Okay. Uh, uh, the way forward. This is the playbook. This of course is not an endorsement. I, everyone can see where the, the, the coming fight is going to go. This is no endorsement at all. It is simply a playbook. And by the way, Carrie Lake, I might remind you, might win here in Arizona bigger than Ron DeSantis won in Florida in 2018. Remember, Ron DeSantis won by 30,000 votes. I cannot state this enough. Ron DeSantis wins by 30,000 votes in Florida in 2018. He barely, I mean, barely, you're talking a fraction of a percent. And now look what can happen. After a little bit of Republican gubernatorial and executive power, this is what happened. Remember, Ron DeSantis barely won barely won in 2018 and now total dominance. That's why I'm so hopeful for Arizona. That's why I'm so hopeful for Kerry Lake. Again, ladies and gentlemen, they have Dropbox 3 here, the feared Dropbox 3 here in Arizona. People walk in, they fill out their ballots, and they drop them off. It is an insane system. It is a broken system, but it is their system here. And so what that means is that those tallies, those same day drop-off tallies need to be counted and tabulated. And that's what we're all waiting on. 800,000 votes out. The people that I am speaking with here in Arizona, Tyler Boyer, the RNC chairman, Charlie uh, Kirk, of course, they're telling me that Kerry Lake is winning those same day drop-off votes by enormous margins. Kerry Lake is down by less than a point right now. Kerry Lake will most likely be governor today, okay? Here we go. The red wave of the West. And people don't want you to uh, focus on Arizona and Nevada because this is the red wave of the West. I went out and spoke specifically with voters yesterday at a polling place in Chandler, Arizona. It was uplifting. It was encouraging. I didn't find a single voter for Katie Hobbs. Have a look. Yes, you voted Carrie Lake. Of course. Um, Do you have a message for Carrie Lake today, ma'am? I wish her all the luck in the world. What's your favorite thing about Carrie? She's just so personable. And she has a good haircut. <laughs> how, you, how long have you been in line today, sir? I think it's been an hour. An hour? Yeah. All right. And you didn't have a beard when you first got in the line? True. And Honestly, the shortest we've seen the line <laughs> since I've been here at 10 a.m. Wow. It's been all the way down yeah. to that other building. Wow. That's how long the lines have been. Okay. So we've been getting tons of voters. Um, everything's sounding positive. Everybody people like likes, that hat? People like my hat. Look at that hat. I, my, my head's getting bigger. My people saying nice things? Adjust the hat because <laughs> people are saying some, such nice things about it. Uh, so let's do this. And that's Lake and Blake. Lake and, and Abe. Blake. Yeah. For the sake of America. Yes. Yeah. For, for the, the children, for the, our future. That's right. Have to be Republic. Yep. Republican. My man. Yeah, I, actually, I was a Democrat supporter like a, more than two decades. But definitely, Democrat is not the same party as before. Yeah. So they just uh, use the same name, they're doing different things. They yeah. just try to like uh, destroy America. That's not good. No. So that's no, we got to get it back. Yeah. got to get America back. Yes, yeah, she voted Kerry Lake. Of course. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's some of what I saw. You can see the full video. It's like five minutes long of me just going and interviewing people in Chandler, Arizona. I decided to come to Arizona because we knew that Florida would be a lock. We came to Arizona because we needed to win here. I'm going to lend my audience and my energy here. I stood in line at a polling place. I obviously didn't vote, but I stood in line at a polling place inside of a very suburban uh, area, a suburb of Phoenix, a place where presumably Katie Hobbs would be winning by a wide margin on a normal election day. This was not a normal election day. What you heard there was a first time 
legal immigrant first generation voter voting for the first time for a Republican. He was a 20 year Democrat voter. This guy runs a business and he is saying Republican, Republican. We're very proud of our growing company here at The Benny Show. We're very proud of our growing audience. And for that, we have you to thank the listener. But we wouldn't be able to do this show without the technology that backs the show up. And the most important piece of technology is our cell phones. It keeps a news show like ours up and online. It keeps our team of 15 people connected in and out during this crazy news era and certainly during our live broadcast. And so that is why we trust pure talk to keep us connected and to keep us in the black as a company because pure talk allows us to run a smooth operation a connected operation and a quick operation at the benny show there's literally no reason to pay for at&t or t-mobile or verizon 80 bucks a month switch to pure talk for half the price blazing fast data at 30 bucks a month. We use it at The Benny Show and you should too. Pure Talk wants to keep the customer happy and Pure Talk loves America. It's a company that's founded by a U.S. veteran and they create jobs here in America. It's a company that supports me and my values. I invite you to switch to Pure Talk just like our company did. It'll take you as little as 10 minutes. Show corporate America that you're done funding leftist policies. Go to puretalk.com and enter the promo code Benny to save 50% off your first month. Again, puretalk.com, promo code Code Benny to make the switch to Pure Talk. There is a way to win, and do not let your hearts be troubled as you look across the nation and you don't see the giant red wave that was promised. There needs to be a come to Jesus moment here inside of the Republican Party about what the plan is moving forward. The update on the Arizona results are very positive. Okay. So Carrie Lake, right now, with 63% in, is less than a point away, 49% to 50%. Katie Hobbs, Carrie Lake will win. Uh, Blake Masters update. Blake is in a tougher spot. He is down by six points to Mark Kelly. Blake still has a path. Nevada results, not final, but the Nevada governor's uh, office looking absolutely awesome for Republicans. Joe Lombardo, law and order, beating Steve Sisliak out there. And Adam Laxalt taking a commanding lead over Catherine Cortez Masto. And same-day votes break for conservatives. Carrie Lake, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, did a absolute barn burner. Hey, Alex, let's get that, let's get that clip loaded, the barn burner from yesterday. Uh, Carrie Lake coming out to the media and saying it is going to be a come-to-Jesus moment when I am governor. Uh, she had a, uh, a, a real, real problem yesterday with what happened here in Arizona, of course. Nobody wants to talk about it, but there were 20% at least of the election machines that were malfunctioning in the most populous county in Arizona. Now. Uh, allegedly, they went and got all those fixed, but it remains to be seen exactly what was the effect on the vote and the people who had to show up and then looked at a line and said, well, well damn it, I, I work for a living. and got a two-hour line in front of me. I can't do that. Ladies and gentlemen, you must have a system that works for everyone. You must have a system that works when it's turned on. You must have a system that maybe just can't be turned on at all. This is what Donald Trump wanted to talk about when we were speaking with Trump. We rode with Trump back from Ohio, his Ohio rally. Of course, J.D. Vance winning last night. We rode with Donald Trump back from his Ohio rally. And Donald Trump talked a lot about paper ballots, talked a lot about going to the way that Canada counts votes, the way that France counts votes. Do you know that France counts 35 million votes in a single night? They have their election results at 10 o'clock p.m. Done. Deal signed and delivered last night. I was live with Charlie and we were, it was like blisteringly fast for Florida results. Whoosh. They were just like flaming fast Florida results in so quickly because they have a secretary of state who demands the results at a certain time. It is state law to give the results at a certain time. And they do the tabulations ahead of time for any walk-in votes or uh, mail-in votes. So Florida has mail-in voting. Florida has early voting. I early voted in Florida because I would be out here in Arizona. They asked for two forms of identification. They asked for a signature verification. 
I felt very, very secure in my vote. And obviously we flipped Hillsborough County, which is a blue county red for Ron DeSantis. So uh, I have a I have a uh, uh, a deeply strong uh, 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 agreement with the way that Florida runs their elections. It can be done. But here in Arizona, with this broken system, we're going to have to wait perhaps days but some are telling me that Kerry Lake will take the lead and will not relinquish it starting today. That Kerry Lake will be the governor of this state starting today. So keep your hopes up. This is what Kerry Lake had to say, uh, castigating reporters yesterday, saying that it will be a come to Jesus moment when she is governor. Go. We don't have to have elections run this way. We switched from a Republican area to vote. We came right down into the heart of liberal Phoenix to vote because we wanted to make sure that we had good machines. And guess what? They've had zero problems with their machines today. Not one machine spit out a ballot here today. Not one in a very liberal area. So we were right to come and vote in a liberal area. They gotta fix the problem. This is incompetency. I hope it's not malice, but we're gonna fix it. We're gonna win. And when we win, there's gonna be come to Jesus for elections in Arizona. There's going to be a come to Jesus. Ladies and gentlemen, we need to come to Jesus as a party, as a Republican party. So you have to look across the victories last night, see the good results, and then learn lessons from the bad results. So let's begin with our lessons for the day. Here are the key races and the key wins on Judgment Day here in America. And it is certainly not all good for Democrats and certainly not all bad for Republicans. Stop being doomers. Understand that this is going to be a lifelong effort to stop the communists in this nation. It will take the rest of our lives to stop communism. We must fight forever to do that. So do not let your heart be troubled and understand that where Carrie Lake is right now is exactly where Ron DeSantis was four years ago. Exactly. Winning by a small percentage, and then Carrie Lake will go about the work of setting up in this state uh, a, a red kingdom like we have done in Florida. Red kingdom of Ohio, J.D. Vance, has advanced to the Senate. J.D. Vance will win in Ohio, crushing Tim Ryan, a very strong performance, 53-46. Uh, J.D. Vance's election night speech really crystallized what his candidacy was all about. We have to, a very simple job to do. It's to go to work every single day and fight for the people of Ohio, fight for our workers. Fight for our families, fight for the people struggling with the opioid addiction problem, fight for the people, the single moms struggling to raise babies just like my mom raised me. Ladies and gentlemen, we have victories in other congressional seats that should not have gone to Republicans. A lot of people were counting on 50 seats in the House. Unfortunately, no. That didn't end up happening. And we will get to exactly why and what this landscape looks like in just a moment. But here we go. In Virginia, two, Jen Higgins has won. Uh, George Santos over Robert Zimmerman in New York. This is a flip to Republicans. New York broke really hard red in some of its congressional districts. Unfortunately, the statewide districts like human rat hybrid, Kathy Huckle, uh, she was able to cling to power. And we will tell you exactly why again in just a moment. Anthony De Esposito over Laura Gillen in New York 4. This is a flip to Republicans. Sarah Huckabee Sanders winning in Arkansas. The most based you could possibly get as of right now. Sarah, enjoy your moment as the most based Republican female governor. You have great Republican female governors, actually, in Christy Noem and Kim Reynolds in Iowa. Both of them winning and soon to be joined by Carrie Lake. Sarah Sanders had a... Wonderful victory speech. I just love listening to Sarah. Do you miss Sarah? I certainly do. Take it away. One of the most amazing things about tonight is that no matter how it turned out, Arkansas was going to make history tonight. I know it will be the honor of a lifetime to serve as Arkansas's 47th governor and the first female governor. say will be the first to my knowledge father and daughter 
Ladies and gentlemen, Sarah Huckabee Sanders race was called in about seven seconds, as was the race in Georgia, where Brian Kemp, the governor, soundly defeated Stacey Abrams, who will serve as the chancellor of the Galactic Senate now, uh, president of Earth. What did she what was she on that cringy Star Trek clip? Hey, Alex, can we get that cringy Star Trek clip of uh, of of? Stacey Abrams being president of Earth. <laughs> it's so good. Stacey Abrams will have to go back to writing smut uh, for her uh, uh, romance novel, truck stop romance novel series, whatever that is. Let's also get get that get that and get the Tucker Carlson reading Stacey Abrams. I know we have that. We gotta get it. We gotta troll Stacey. Abrams. We must troll. We must troll. We must troll. We must drink the tears. Mm. Oh, not an endorsement, but this is the delicious, tasty tears of the libs. We have to drink them while they flow. The salt, it flows. It flows through Georgia. It throws, flows through Texas, where fake Mexican Beto O'Rourke lost in a absolute destruction. Yo, he lost by 11 points. So Beto O'Rourke, you have to pull up the Beto O'Rourke yard signs Three times in the state of Texas, fake Mexican Robert Francis Francis will have to go back to whatever uh, whatever weird LARPing uh, furry activity that he does. You know he's a furry, right? You know, like he he dresses up as like a sheep and then plays guitar. He's such a total loser. Robert Francis uh, has lost again. How much did Stacey Abrams lose by? She lost by eight points, eight points in Georgia. Now, the Georgia Senate race is very close. Herschel Walker and Raphael Warnock will be heading to the Senate runoff in Georgia. And so Georgia will torture us once more with many months of Senate runoff votes. That's what will be happening in the state of Georgia. This is what Stacey Abrams will be reduced to now that she has officially lost two Two times? I mean, don't tell her. She she apparently was running as an incumbent. She apparently was the governor of Georgia at this time. She will soon be the uh the she will soon 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 be the emperor of the Galactic Senate. Um, but till then, she'll probably uh take some time off to continue to write steamy Selena novels. Well, our senior producer, Alex McCaskill, volunteered to perform a dramatic reading of the most titillating moments in Stacey Abrams' novel. He's still recovering from that. The recording session began innocently enough. Heat, like an inferno, blazed in his veins. Temptation, like a song, clouded his mind. It demanded that he slide his arms around her that he trail his hand along her spine to sink into the silken curls at her nape. Heat like an inferno, temptation like a song. Now we know what you're thinking, grammarians. Hitting the similes a bit hard? At first we thought so. But then like a half-empty train at Penn Station in the middle of the work week, we thought we could just pull away. Ho, ho, ho. But we were wrong. We had to continue. Their tongues tangled, danced, and she reveled in the movement. She splayed eager palms against his chest and tormented the flesh she found there. Too far away, she gripped his waist to pull him closer until she stood cradled between his <laughs> Ooh, heat like an inferno. <laughs> Stacey Abrams uh, clearly has never had an intimate moment in her life. <laughs> it's clear because she's been too busy 
spending her life with the empty, cringy pursuit of power, which is exactly what happened yesterday. Exactly what happened yesterday. You can see yesterday what happens when you have a group of voters whose only sole purpose it is in life, not to raise, not to raise children, not to start families, not to enjoy the American dream, but just to sit there and virtue signal and be broke brained. Truly the saddest thing that happened yesterday, and I will, I, will, I, will, I will tell you exactly what I think and where I think the country is going here in just a second, is that we didn't punish the people sufficiently who did the COVID lockdowns. Now, Ron DeSantis, of course, got rewarded for not locking people down, but we did not punish sufficiently the scum who locked your children out of school. The scum like Stacey Abrams, who you might recall, made the children mask when taking photos with her. I don't think we have the asset here, but Stacey Abrams campaigned in schools and she forced the kids to mask when she was taking campaign photos with them. You know where there is no masks? Outer space. And you know where Stacey Abrams probably will be heading to to fill, to to assume her rightful position as president of Earth? Outer space. Madam President, Madam President. Welcome. I am so pleased that you've come. We are eager to begin diplomatic discussions. Nothing to discuss. United Earth is ready right now to rejoin the Federation. And nothing could make me happier than to say those words. Thank you. Thank you all. What you have accomplished here. We were lucky to have each other, ma'am. We couldn't have succeeded otherwise. General. I'm glad to see you've recovered. Yes, I haven't had that close a call in quite a while. I would consider it a personal favor if that were your last close call. I may have been at your service, Madam President. Captain, may I have a word? Of course. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I apologize. I'm sorry. Thank God. I was. Uh, I, I died of cringe. Actually, I was dead. I was, I, I was deceased. I have died. I died of cringe watching that. And I was laying, laying here deceased. And the, uh, all, all I heard uh, when I, as I was traveling to heaven was, uh, Benny, you're going, you need to stay here in Arizona and deliver it for Carizona. You must, you must continue your work on earth. I had currently been deceased of cringe after watching that clip. And I was revived back to life by our Lord and savior, Jesus Christ. Who wants a Carizona? And we shall deliver Carizona, ladies and gentlemen. Check us out later uh, in the day for more content and for more live streaming. Trust me, we will not let this state slip into the hands of these dirtbag communists, and we shall fix Arizona. Greg Abbott, fifty-four. Beto O'Rourke, forty-three. You want to? You want to? You want to play, ladies and gentlemen? The greatest. Greatest reason why Greg Abbott won and why he dumped over the cliff Beto O'Rourke, the official first. And this is a, a moment. I mean, it is a moment. He is a furry. He is the first furry to be a three-time loser in the state of Texas. I will play you now a Beto O'Rourke TikTok. This is the greatest advertisement for Greg Abbott you could possibly ask for. Please prepare your eyeballs with a cringe alert, then beta. <laughs> for a yellow bone, long hair star, star, thick in the hips, come get in my car. What was that? What was that? Have I died again? Have I been deceased? Am I now deceased once more? Have I died of cringe? The Lord brought me back. Ladies and gentlemen, that is so cringy. Uh, what the Democrats are doing across the country is very, very cringy. But this is the major takeaway, okay? The major takeaway is that we do live in two different countries, okay? And I, I hate to tell you that. I hate to inform you of the fact that we talk about every single day that there is a corporate media vertically integrated infrastructure that is set up to lie to you. And that most people... And the way that it's often been done in this country is you go about your life, you pay your taxes, you eat your three square meals a day, you eat your chicken wings on the weekend, you drink Bud Light, you watch the NFL, and things just sort of plod along, 
Okay. Nothing really changes that much. Nothing's ever that drastically more or or less horrible for you. And you kind of, you believe the media, you believe the normies, you believe the corporations. And that's how it's been. Actually, there's a lot of people like that. There's a lot of people and I'm not dunking on them. In fact, when I was born, there were only three networks. I was born in 1986. There were three networks. Do I have anyone watching here that was born in the 80s? Any any Gen Xers? Any, you know, I'm like an older millennial is what my generation is. Three networks. I remember the gasping when Dan Rather lied to you. Dan Rather had been lying to you for years. They had full end-to-end control of what you consumed, of the information you knew. And now there exists shows like this one. And there exists shows like, what did we have? We had hundreds of thousands of people watching Charlie Kirk last night. Millions of viewers. We were beating CNN. We're beating CNN. We were on Friday Night Tights with Gary a couple of nights ago at Nerd Erotics channel. Again, beating CNN. 20,000 concurrents watching. Tim Pool's show, beating CNN. We are the media that threatens the hell out of them. They are terrified. And so what they have done is instead of taking a step back and saying, what have we done wrong here? Why have we, why are we sacrificed our audience? Why is no one watching us anymore or caring about what we're producing? What they have done is they have vertically integrated and infused with the Democrat party. They have created a propaganda machine that is so awe inspiring and powerful They have told people lies, the most susceptible and brain damaged people across the country. They have lied to our youth through avenues like TikTok. You could see the uh, 18 to 29 vote broke like 28 points for Democrats. In case you want to see single women and young people essentially driving this country off a cliff because these are the people who are the target market of this massive machine that is created to lie to you. They have always gone after these kids. It's just that it used to be a lot easier. It used to be a lot easier before social media to reach all people and control the narrative. They have lost their control narrative mechanisms. They have lost their control narrative machines. They have lost Twitter, and they are now panicking by tripling, doubling, quadrupling down on their ability to lie. And that is what you saw yesterday. The normies, the NPCs who believe the corporate press decided to vote as the Republicans were going to take away forever all their abortion rights and lock women up for getting pregnant. They decided to believe those lies. They decided to believe democracy was democracy on the ballot and that everyone in MAGA was a terrorist and that everyone on the right was insurrectionist and so on and so forth. They absorb what you saw is a broken country. You saw a broken nation, two different countries, literally, I mean, quite literally split half and half. The Senate is split half and half. The House is split like by a slim margin to Republicans. Republicans will win the House by a slim margin. And that is the split. That's the break. A nation right down the middle. And what is that? That is a pure control battle for your mind. And that is what they are the most terrified about. They're terrified about the show. They're terrified about this audience. They are scared, scared that they have officially lost control. So they are tripling and quintupling down on the psyops, on the mass formation psychosis. They are tripling and doubling down again. Ron DeSantis was rewarded. No governor was punished sufficiently for what they had done during COVID. That is unfortunate. Gretchen Whitmer should have been punished. Kathy Hochul should have been punished. Gavin Newsom should have been punished. Ron DeSantis won his race by a larger margin than Gavin Newsom run his race, just in case you're wondering how red Florida has actually gotten. So what that is the official takeaway, that we live inside of a nation divided. All right? This is the official takeaway. One thing I know already, if you would not, not for voters under 30 tonight would have been a red wave. Look at those exit polling. You have Republican, Republican. You have the, you know, you have like the boomer generation, R13. The, uh, I don't know, Gen Z generation, 45 to 64. I guess that would be Gen Z kind of, right? Like Gen Z boomer, R plus 11. Then millennials are just split right down the middle. 
D plus two in this environment, that's just, that's just split down the middle. Millennials are just kind of like half and a half. And then you get into the Zoomers. There you go. The Zoomers, 18 to 29. D plus 28, the TikTok generation. There it is. You wonder why we want to ban TikToks, man. Gen Z did their job, says this guy, John De La Valopa. Yeah, Gen Z did their job. Hmm. Yeah, you kids are going to love communism when you get it. I will start a foundation right now to send all of you to Cuba. I went to Cuba once and I, boy, the scariest thing would be going to Cuba without a ticket back to America. Man, it was terrifying going there. Ladies and gentlemen, that's where we are. That's where it is. We live inside of a nation divided. That's what you saw yesterday. Inside of a nation where people are moving, it is dynamic. Things are being fractured. Things are being broken. And we will need someone to unite us. And that the party that does that, the party that stops the breaking and that starts the uniting over messages that the majority of Americans agree with, the majority of Americans are on board with, that's why we say Florida is the plan. That's why we say Florida is the future. That's why we say we move to this direction, the direction of parental rights. What one in Florida? Law and order, parental rights, voter security, no woke corporations bossing us around and destroying the things that we love. That's what Florida is. Keep your state free. No COVID rules. No COVID policies. Strong governors who do strong things to actually use their power to help people. The awesome power of the executive. What do you continue to have? Do you have a popular Joe Biden? Does this prove that Joe Biden is popular? Of course not. Exit polling last night showed that 75% of Americans are dissatisfied with the direction of the country. That is why we say we have live in a broken country. We're not going to use the C word. Tim Pool talks a lot about civil war. It is a cold civil war, but we live inside of a, a broken country that needs unity right now. They're not going to get it from Joe Biden. Democrats denying reality. Washington Post fact checks Biden with bottomless Pinocchio rating. Just in case you're wondering if this means some type of like massive Joe Biden uh, ascension and suddenly everyone's going to be really proud. of No, that was not the, that was not the result. Everyone hates Joe Biden and they continue to hate Joe Biden. What they want is unifying messages. And you could see last night that the people who were the strongest, the people who behaved and performed the very strongest were the ones who were giving the messages to their voters of unity, of strong policies for parents, strong policies on crime. And ladies and gentlemen, unfortunately, you just have to straight up say there are some broken places in this country that won't be fixed. Ain't going to be fixed in my lifetime. You ain't going to fix New York in my lifetime. And if New York loves crime that much, if California loves lockdowns that much, let them lock themselves down. Let them go run wild. It is a laboratory of democracy. This nation, 50 laboratories of democracy, choose to live where you want to live. And the beautiful part about it all is that we can literally steal. When you move to Florida, you steal congressional seats from where you move from. So places like Michigan, places like Vermont, places like New York. Places like California, I'm not saying that all Californians should move to Texas. And the reason you're having your problems in Arizona you're having right now is because Californians have moved here. But if you want to truly take away power, this is the most effective way to do it is to get up and move. And when you move, then you give more congressional seats to places like Florida. And you saw how the, the election night went there. You steal election like uh, uh, Florida gained two electoral seats and those two seats are two new Republican seats. They may literally be the Republican seats that give Republicans a majority. Republicans dominated last night in large part due to the fact that we moved into redder areas and gave power to those areas. That's how our system works. It is healthy. It is good. And wait till the next census comes around, man. It is going to be brutal for Democrats. Okay, back to the story. Washington Post crowned Joe Biden on Monday with the Trump-era bottomless Pinocchio rating for telling so many untruths that they just gave him an unlimited amount of Pinocchios, all right? So get ready for the corporate press to turn on Joe Biden. What was the lie? It's the first time the newspaper has awarded Biden the not-so-coveted rating, which it, uh, d defies as a statement repeated at least 20 times that is so false that it received three Pinocchios or four Pinocchios. It's, of course, the lie. The statement in question is Biden's oft-repeated claim that he spent more time with Xi Jinping than any other head of state. Okay. 
They also fact-checked him on gas prices. They also fact-checked him uh, uh, on inflation. So gas prices uh, across the country being 319. And get ready, baby. It's going to get worse. It's going to get it's going to get very, very it's going to get very, very bad. Joe Biden had to delete tweets from the White House lying about Social Security payments. It's not that this does, does not mean that Joe Biden is a popular president. And it does not mean the Democratic Party is popular. It means that people are looking. So you have to look at where Republicans gained. And you have to see that as the model. You have to see that as the playbook. And that's the takeaway from last night. Unfortunately, not a red wave. But fortunately, a path to victory has now appeared. And a model has now appeared. And that is what's most important. Now, what are we going to get for the next two years? You're probably going to get a split Senate. You're going to get a uh, House without a commanding majority. And you're going to be able, essentially with the House, you're going to be able to stall any of Joe Biden's agenda. All of Joe Biden's agenda can be done by fiat, executive fiat, and then, of course, can be done away with inside of Congress. So you can have checks and balances back the Republican majority in the House, and then you can have Republican leaders here starting in the great American Southwest, Nevada going Republican and Arizona going Republican, mark my words. So people, do not let your hearts be troubled. Do not believe the doomers. The reality is that Republicans had a good night, not a great night, and certainly not an elite night. We wanted an elite night. We did not get it. We got a path forward. The voters told us this. We live inside of a broken country. This country is broken because the people are lied to. And you must coalesce the disenfranchised. You must coalesce the parts of the party that don't often vote Republican for victory. That means you have to use your power to give those people things they want to live with. You must create that position that Americans want. And where do Americans want to be? Watching football, eating wings drinking beer, kids safe, safe neighborhoods. That is where the vast majority of Americans want to be. Unfortunately, there are lost places like Manhattan. There are lost places like California. And what can you do? Those places, I mean, they're just lost. And I don't see a path forward for them. And if those people want crime, if they wish to live in filth, and if they wish to live in the third world, let them do it. Let them have it. Abandon those places and move to places like Florida and let's win in Arizona and let's continue the fight because, ladies and gentlemen, we are winning. This was a massive, massive overstatement of what needed to happen. OK, we have been promising you a red wave. We got a unfortunately a red like a little the waves that happen on a lake in the Midwest, little whapping, whapping waves. But we showed the groundwork and where to go. And now we have the path before us. And this will begin our march for the next two years. Will you join us? We certainly hope you will. Ladies and gentlemen, what shall we fight for in the next few years? We will fight for God, family, country, what we fight for every single day on the show. We will be free men and women because that is the way that God made us. And that is the winning message going forward. It has never been more clear for Republicans and for our party. We will bang the shields together. We shall shout from the rooftops and we shall continue the fight. And there's a lot to fight out there. So let us begin. Every institution, every law enforcement entity federally, every corporate media institution dying, albeit, but still powerful. Uh, the, uh, the vestiges of social media companies and oligarchies, those are all set against us. And so... It's wonderful when you're surrounded on all sides. What are the, what, what, what's that general in the Marines say? Well, it's easy when I'm surrounded. It's like, like it's, it's great. And if my enemy is in every direction, we know where to fight. It makes it pretty simple. We just battle on. We just battle on. 360 degrees, we continue the fight. And we will be there for you on The Benny Show. And we will be back live later today. We will be telling you what's happening in Arizona. And ladies and gentlemen, we shall win. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show.